This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Welcome to Aging and Health Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Jeffrey Nemhauser. A recent CDC study found that one in four baby boomers are caring for a family member or friend, and these caregivers report having more chronic disease, more disability, and poorer health compared with people who are not caregivers. I'm on the phone today with subject matter expert and Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education fellow Eva Jeffers, who's with CDC's Alzheimer's Disease and Healthy Aging program. She's here to help us understand the importance of this study. Welcome, Eva. Hey, Jeffrey. Thanks so much for having me. Eva, tell us, who are baby boomer caregivers? It's important to distinguish between paid professional caregivers and unpaid or family caregivers. The baby boomers in this study were not paid professionals. They are people who help their family members and friends with activities important for daily living, such as bathing and dressing, paying bills, grocery shopping, and driving to doctor's appointments. Caregiving can also include emotional support or help managing the care recipient's chronic disease or disability. It takes place in the caregiver's home, in the care recipient's home, or even over long distances. Baby boomers are currently 56 to 74 years old, and they make up almost 39% of all caregivers in the United States. Wow, that's a lot of caregivers. Uh, Other than sheer numbers, what's important to know about baby boomer caregivers. There are a couple of key findings in the study. First, more baby boomer caregivers had at least one chronic health condition compared with non-caregivers. The second is that baby boomer caregivers more often had frequent mental distress. What is frequent mental distress? In the study, frequent mental distress is when a baby boomer reported 14 days or more of poor mental health in the past month. And tell us, what are some of the chronic health conditions that caregivers reported? They reported conditions such as arthritis, asthma, cancer, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, also known as COPD. So do we know why caregivers have more frequent mental health distress and chronic health conditions? We don't know for sure. But we do know that many caregivers have competing priorities that can be hard on them physically and emotionally, despite the great sense of reward many feel. More than half of baby boomer caregivers, for example, are working outside the home in addition to caregiving, and over a quarter provide more than 20 hours of care per week for two or more years. Does this affect certain baby boomers more than others? Yes, but in different ways. For example, baby boomer caregivers are most often women. In fact, women make up nearly 62% of caregivers. But male caregivers reported fair to poor health more than male baby boomers who are not providing care. More research needs to be done to find out why male caregivers have worse general health than their peers. I can see how providing care while juggling other responsibilities can add layers of stress. Yes and it's going to affect an increasing number of people. Currently, 17%, or nearly one in five middle-aged and older adults who are not currently caregivers, expect to become caregivers in the next two years. That's a lot of new caregivers joining the support system. Will that meet the growing demand for caregivers? It's hard to predict. 
We do know that the need for caregivers is expected to keep growing as the U.S. population ages. Right now, there are seven potential family caregivers per older adult. By 2030, it's estimated there will only be four potential family caregivers per older adult. Given the health concerns of caregiving, what can caregivers do to protect their own health? Taking care of themselves is critically important. And if they are not a caregiver right now, to look for ways they can support caregivers around them. What are some ideas for self-care and support? One way caregivers can practice self-care is to make sure they have consistent breaks from their caregiving responsibilities. This is called respite. Short breaks can be a key part of maintaining health. Other important ways to care for health are to get enough sleep, continue seeing their own doctor, eat nutritious food, staying connected to friends and family, and exercising regularly. Caregivers should make their needs known to family, friends, and their health care provider. This doesn't have to be done all at once. It's important to remember caregivers are doing the best they can. Thank you, Eva. Thank you so much for having me. For more information, please visit bit.ly slash cdcbabyboomers. I've been talking today with Eva Jeffers, a subject matter expert and Oak Ridge Fellow with CDC's Alzheimer's Disease and Healthy Aging Program. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.